Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome to Las Vegas, a place that plays host to some of the greatest entertainers in the world. And you're going to meet one of them today. Jazz superstar Michelle Johnson is with us. She's played with all the greats, from Paul McCartney to Barbara Streisand. On Friday, April 19th, she's performing over at the Smith Center with a tribute to Ella Fitzgerald, a very special show, and we'll talk to Michelle about that. We also have our regulars with us, of course, Eddie Osterlin, America's first master sommelier, will be with us again this week talking about a way to kind of kick up your wine parties that you might throw for some of your neighbors and friends and really stand out and do something special. On luxury living Vegas style, Katie Medrano, who you know is a star from the hit reality show Flipping Vegas, is going to talk to us today about the surprise you get when you come from some of these big cities and see how much further your money goes in the Las Vegas area. On Vegas Art Minute, Brett Bailey of Pelon Stars is back with us again. He's going to talk about the fun of art fairs. And of course, as always, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, your Vegas insider, is going to talk about a play that he expected to hate and actually liked. It was called The Mob Story. He'll have more on that later in the show. I'll be seeing you in all the old familiar places. I'm really excited about this interview because we're going to meet somebody here in Las Vegas that is an incredible talent, has worked with the best and everything, and is a great singer. And in fact, we got her on today because this weekend she's going to be presenting a tribute to Ella Fitzgerald, one of my all-time favorite singers, uh, Michelle Johnson. Michelle, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Really excited to have you on. Have you always been a jazz aficionado? I mean, has that been your favorite music since uh, the earliest days? Uh, almost. I mean, I, I actually, my first music that I got into was singer-songwriter type music. Uh, Carol King, James Taylor, stuff like yeah. that. But my family also had a lot of jazz albums. And so I'd say maybe around seven or eight, I started discovering uh, the jazz standards like Ella and Billy and Sarah it's Nancy just such Wilson. great music. Yes. And it never gets old. You know, it, it goes doesn't. decade to decade and people continue to love it. Yes, yes, absolutely. I listened to that music when I was a kid and I used to put on all the different versions of the same song. So I would find the song Misty. It's actually how I learned yeah. to read, was reading album covers, reading the backs of album covers. Oh, yeah. So I would, my mom would say, find the same word on every album. So I would find seven albums that had the song Misty on it and compare the difference between Johnny Mathis singing right. it and Sarah Vaughn singing it and whatnot. So. Yeah, and that's a great example of a song that can be sung by two completely different stylists and so forth. Yes. And they make it their own and it's a great exactly. song either way you hear it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> You talked about growing up, and I think it's interesting. So you had music around you all your life. I mean, that's a great way to teach someone and also get them to learn music as well and get into the enjoyment of this. Absolutely. I mean, my my parents uh, are very musical. My whole family is musical. Everybody plays an instrument or sings. But... uh, 
I didn't realize till later how much that affected my career choice because everyone else in my family is either a lawyer or, you know, some kind of business person. And I'm the only, like, artsy person in terms of a of permanent career. Right. Um, my brother is a musician as well, but he ended up going into the law so that he could actually eat and, <laughs> and make a living. But I chose um, the artsy path and didn't find out till I was quite older that both of my parents were originally aspiring professional musicians that just decided not to do it. Wow. They didn't want me to know because they didn't want me to go into music. They were worried <laughs> about my, you know, my livelihood. So it sort of eked out later in my life. They both kind of admitted to me, yeah, we both, you know, wanted to be professional musicians. Well, and you did it the right way. I mean, you studied this, right? It I wasn't did. just a So got a, you went through all the right training and so forth. And you could tell even by listening to you talk, you're very eloquent and so forth. Thank uh, you. The voice just sounds wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> I did. I, I was actually an English major, though. Um, I the, the deal I made with my parents was, if I I, I got into Yale, and mm-hmm. and because I got into Yale, my my parents didn't want me to uh, do a music degree because they felt that I needed something secure. You know, the expression, something to fall back on. Right, the backup. <laughs> so I was an English major at Yale, got my degree, and that is my fall back on uh, thing. But I don't have to fall back on it. I'm great? really lucky. I'm really lucky. But I'm glad I went, and I'm very grateful. Now, would you do that like with your kids? Would you tell them the same thing where, okay, you can go in and you like what I do. You can try to do this too, but have a backup plan? Or would you tell them no, to just go for it? I would tell them to go for it. Yeah, I would. I mean, I, I don't regret that experience. I mean, don't regret going to a school like that. It was great. But um, I would say if I had kids, I would tell them do whatever you want to do because – the time between, you know, figuring out your passion and pursuing it and then reveling in it and enjoying it is so short. It goes so fast. Absolutely. To me, it's just run for the roses and do whatever you want to do. It makes a lot of sense because I've done different things over my career, but this type of thing is what I really enjoy and yeah. I consequently always come back to it. Yeah, this is your groove, right? Right, This is exactly. what you like, yeah. I, I do appreciate the life experiences I've had from doing different kinds of jobs and that impacts my songwriting and other things. It informs that. But I definitely am a person that says, do your passion. I mean, Ella Fitzgerald was originally wanted to be a dancer, and she was supposedly a great dancer. She went to an audition at the Apollo as a dancer. She got really super nervous at the audition because she was right, they put her right after this amazing, amazing dance duo. And she chickened out and said, I can't go after them. <laughs> so she decided to sing. And she gets up there to sing, ask the band what they know. They decide on a song. And she says, uh, Okay, I'm going to sing the song. She goes up there and someone in the audience heckles, what's she going to do? And she got really super nervous. Yeah, sure. Ended up singing. And that decision to sing instead of dance changed her whole life. She became a legend. It's incredible. And I'm glad you're doing her because like her, you, you, you have that same thing where your voice is an instrument. I mean, I listened to Ella Fitzgerald all my life. I've listened to her all my life. And the one thing, you just hear what, what she can do with her voice. And I'm just so impressed with people like yourself that can do that. Is that what kind of excited you about doing this tribute to Ella? Well, you know, I, Ella Fitzgerald for me is the, the ultimate, the ultimate singer, the ultimate interpreter. And the reason I wanted to do it, there, there's a couple of reasons. One is she's always been my favorite jazz singer. Two is it's Jazz Appreciation Month in April, so I thought this was a great way to tie it in. And three, I have access to great musicians, and I thought, 
let's do something special and do a tribute to this one jazz artist instead of just a generalized jazz concert. So we get to drill down into the songs that people know and maybe a couple they didn't know and actually get to tell stories about her. I just, I love everything about her. And it's not an Ella sound-alike because that's impossible. Right, Let's right. just clear that <laughs> up right now. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. It's just a tribute to the wonderful legacy and her music and what she did for so many singers after her. More with jazz superstar Michelle Johnson in just a moment. Time now, though, for another visit with Eddie O, America's first master sommelier. Eddie today talks about throwing a party and doing something a little different that people will remember for a long time. How about opening four bottles of wine? you got six or eight people coming over. And open one dry white wine and one sort of off-dry, little bit fruity white wine. Uh, one light-bodied red wine, like a Gamay, and one full-bodied red wine, you know, like a Syrah or even a Cabernet, and um, open them all. And when the people come into your house, you have these bottles sitting on your island, and you go, you know, Marie and I, you know, my wife and I, we like all these wines, and we want you to give them all a try. So, you know, while we're sitting around here eating appetizers and hors d'oeuvres, try these wines. And when we sit down for dinner, you know, bring back whatever wines you want for dinner. And the real fun thing is you'll see people bring back different wines to have with their steak. And one of the things that I talk about in my book, because I call Power Entertaining, is you want to be different than everybody else. So rather than tell people, here's what you're having tonight, you're you're involving your guests um, interactively by saying to them, hey, all these wines on the table are good. I'm not sure what you like, but taste them all. And then when, you, when you're ready to sit down, bring what you want. That is what I call changing the power. I say it differently, but I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like giving the power to your guests rather than you having the power and saying, here's what you're going to have. Eddie O will be back again next week. And mark your calendars. It's coming up soon in May. Eddie will join me on a special podcast, which will be every week. And we'll talk about all the details of where and when you can hear it very soon. You'll love it. More with jazz superstar Michelle Johnson in just a moment. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. Hi, I'm Lisa Gay, and you're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Times are changing. The circus of politics, healthcare's low standards and high prices, and let's not forget food quality. What to do? Arm yourself with life change tea at getthetea.com. In a world of chemical imbalance and poor air and water quality, it's time you make a move. Log on to getthetea.com and stock up on organic non-GMO supplements. Don't forget the tea. Getthetea.com. Cleansing your body never felt so good. And we have a brand new tea called Takedown Tea, which helps support healthy glucose. All natural body support so you can be at your best naturally. All you have to do is log on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. We're not a fad that comes and goes. We are the real deal. Join us and armor up. Getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Changing America's health one tea bag at a time. 
Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 866-657-8517. 866-657-8517. That's 866-657-8517. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Scandinavian cinema is different. Leading men can be unattractive, leading ladies a bit chubby, plots can meander, touching on many important issues. And so it is with the charming as it is in heaven. As a child musical prodigy, Daniel was the target of bullies. Now a man, he finds his musical passion so consuming that they separate him from companionship. Ultimately, they take so much room in his heart that he must give up performing to save his own life. Daniel returns to his hometown seeking immersion in a healing peace, symbolized by his simple enjoyment of a bunny frolicking in the snow. Moments later, a shot rings out, and the town bully delivers a snowy rabbit for Sunday meal. And so we begin. Seeking the rewards of human contact, Daniel accepts a role leading the church choir. His gift of music is transformative as he imbues his passion upon those around him. But human contact comes at a price. Bullying, spousal abuse, religious intolerance, love, jealousy, all manner of the mess humanity brings to bear. As it is in heaven is not meant to be your polished Hollywood film. It is messy and rewarding, just like life itself. As it is in heaven, not in theaters, discovery through rental. We hope you enjoyed the Indie Film Minute. Visit us at IndieFilmMinute.com to share your thoughts, suggest films, or even to submit your own review. Hey, Kevin, thinking about saving for retirement? Yeah, but how do I start? It's easy with Avvo, a retirement coach. Let's learn the Avvo bet. A's for taking action. Not anxiety? No, Kevin, you're going to be fine. You sing? Barely. V is for variety. Huh, change up my strategy. Okay. O's for optimize your savings. Let Avvo lead the way. Visit aceyourretirement.org today. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Michelle Johnson, who will be starring in a tribute to Ella at the Smith Center on Friday, April 19th. I watch a lot of old television because I like to see it, right? the, the, the old. And the one thing you see about Ella, I remember there was an Ed Sullivan and Sammy Davis, I guess, had wanted to sing with Ella. So he said Sullivan set it up. And you can just see watching this thing that Sammy was in awe. And another Everyone, great Everyone was in awe. Frank was in awe. Yeah. You know, I mean, all of them. She, she's the best. Yeah, and, and she was apparently very likable because yes. people just wanted to be around her. You know, you never heard anything bad about never, her. Never, never. I mean, she was just one of the guys. Well, we're going to talk a little more about that show in a few minutes. But okay. I want to talk to you 
first of all, about some of the people you have sung with. I mean, this list is unbelievable. You got Paul McCartney, Barbara Streisand, Elton John, Slash, Roseanne Cash. You have sung not only with all the greats, but across different genres. Yeah. Is that is that something you strive for that you you can you just not do one you're not just a jazz singer, you can do all these different things. Well, I, I, I would I like to say it's an offshoot of my ADD because I am I have ADD, <laughs> but I use it to my advantage. I, I don't like to just do one thing and you know, I think as a singer it it's great to have a singular passion, but it's also good to have things going on in the background that inform that passion. So I I love jazz. I love singer-songwriter music, but I'll sing anything you ask me to sing because it teaches me and it grows me. And I've just been really lucky to be put in sometimes completely coincidental situations that end up leaving me on a stage with someone great. Kind of surprised you. I look at this list and then they slash. Well, that's a whole other kind of music. Yeah, it is. I mean, the thing about the stories like the Slash story or the Paul McCartney story is some of these stories happen in the craziest of ways. Like my slash story happened because I happened to be in the right bathroom at the right time when my zipper broke. I know this sounds weird. I hope this is okay for radio. (laughs) But but this this woman was in the bathroom helping me with my zipper and she asked me if I wanted to do a gig the next day because some singer dropped out and it turned out to be with slash. You know, (laughs) it's like this kind of stuff just happens. It was in, it was Woodstock 94 with slash and Paul Rogers from Bad Company. It was like this all-star band. Ended up singing backgrounds the next morning. You just have to be available for that. Not only available, you got to be super talented because the next day, wow! The next I mean, day. that's not music necessarily that you were familiar singing, right? No, but I think I mean I I am a person that likes to fly by the seat of my pants. I like to just jump in. I love singing. I have a good ears, and I enjoy the challenge. I enjoy not knowing what's going to happen. I. I, when I met Paul McCartney, I was singing with a band called PM Dawn, and we were doing Earth Day. Uh, it was, and he was the host of Earth Day. And this was back, I don't know if they still do this anymore, but you know how they have those concerts where they have act after act after yeah. act, like Live Aid and stuff like yeah. that? This was one of those, and everybody you can think of was on the bell. It was like uh, Kenny Loggins and Katie Lang and... It's Don, something for Don everybody. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy, so yeah. many people. And, and Paul was the big finisher, and because I was short, I got pushed somehow through the crowd to the front when he was doing Hey Jude, and he ended up grabbing my hand, and, and we ended up doing the end of Hey Jude, and I got a big solo, and you know, it just happened by accident. The na-na-na-na. The na-na-na, na-na. yeah. yeah. Oh, and I was cool just like that? looking at him going, I'm singing na-na-na with Paul McCartney, and Ringo Starr was next to me, and kept telling me how he couldn't, he couldn't sing right then because um, he, he just had some dental work done. And so he, he was mouthing to me like, I'm not going to be singing. And I, I'm standing there going, this is really happening right now. But these are the things that happened to me. I just end up in the right place at the right time. I ended up talking to Paul for about half an hour. So nice. Wow. <laughs> so normal and nice and friendly. And I'm just blessed because that doesn't happen to most people where they get put in those situations. Sometimes it's on purpose. I got to work with Gladys Knight. That was, you know, an audition and got that gig. Work with Sheena Easton. Those were regular gigs. But sometimes it's just a moment with some artist. Isn't that amazing? And I think you kind of have to be open to that because you strike me as like, you didn't fall apart. I mean, some people who see Paul McCartney, ah, right? Well, let, me, let me just tell you about entertainers. We, we fall apart. We just do it inside. <laughs> Trust me, inside, I'm like peeing my pants. And outside, I'm like, of course, Paul, how are you? Nice to meet you. But that you have to be like that because if you, 
if you get starstruck, I mean, everyone gets starstruck. Right. I remember Gwen Stefani talking about getting starstruck over meeting uh, Bono. Uh, and, you know, she, she was uh, so excited about you two. And uh, she said she couldn't speak and she was so excited. And I'm thinking, Gwen Stefani, she's a big star. What's she excited <laughs> about? But it happens to anybody. Yeah, I, well... On the inside. <laughs> that's incredible, yeah. Right, and of course, when you're going to meet somebody like that, you want to be cool, right? I mean, yes. You don't want to... I, I haven't... I, I don't think I've embarrassed myself yet. <laughs> I, I got to do this thing with Barbara Streisand. My, my choir, I have a choir here in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and we do corporate events. It was a big gospel choir, and we do a lot of corporate events, but we also do shows, like if a headliner comes to town and they need a choir for one of their numbers... That's what I back. do. Yeah. And so I got to meet her, but not the norm, not the hello, how are you? Not with Babs. Like, that doesn't happen. Yeah. But, but I did, she did bow and nod and say thank you to me for my choir being there. And mm-hmm. even in that moment, I remember thinking, don't do anything stupid. Like, because you're, you know, you always hear the stories, you're not supposed to make eye contact, but she's looking right at me. Right. She said, she mouthed, thank you and nodded. And I just went, you're welcome, like mouthing it while we're singing and just so honored. You'll hear more from Michelle Johnson in just a moment. Time now for Luxury Living Vegas Style with Katie Medrano, star of Flipping Vegas. You can see that on the DIY Network. Check your local listings. You know, we call this luxury living, but some people will be really shocked when they come from other cities and see just how much luxury they can actually afford. You come from San Jose, which is part of all that Silicon Valley thing. I imagine somebody that lives in a uh, two or three million dollar small house in Sunnyvale or Santa Clara or some uh, would love to come in. They probably are amazed at how much they can get for and have so much left over. Well, that's that's the word. They're amazed. <laughs> like everyone's like, "Whoa, really?" Like I get that so often. I was working with a client from the East Bay, and. He, he has $1.5 million property. I'm showing him, I'm like, you're living like a king out here for 1.5. Like you could theoretically, I mean, depending on what area and um, how big of a home you want, but then you have to factor in, you know, your lifestyle and if you want that energy bill and, you know, if you're just yeah. one person, you know, you have to factor in all all things, but it's just, it's, it's tremendous. And that's one of the great appeals. And I think just kind of the hidden gem of Vegas is, is our real estate because we have... We have the luxury of being this world-renowned tourist destination location that you can stay at and you can be in the midst of that and benefit from that, but you can also just get away from it and you can be in a regular kind of small community. Uh, For me personally, I live off the strip and I have my local spots that I hang out with my friends or I'll go do a happy hour. And it it feels like a very small tight knit community. You have your church communities, you have your hospitals, you have everything in close proximity and you really get the benefit of both at a very affordable and where other places are inaffordable. California, you, you, it's just night and day. So many people um, that I'm working with just this month are, are, I would say, 80%, like just this month, just coincidentally, some months aren't that way, to be fair, but it's just so many are, are from out of town and just trying to move here. And you can find out more about Gady at GadyRealEstate.com. That's spelled G-A-D-Y. More with jazz superstar Michelle Johnson in just a few moments. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the BizTalk Radio Network.
Hey y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. It's happening to you every night. One snores, and the other can't sleep. It seems like there's no end to it. But now there's a quick and easy-to-use solution, a natural solution. Snore Stop. Try it risk-free today. SnoreStop was created and tested by a team of physicians and has been helping couples sleep for over 20 years. It is the number one selling anti-snoring medicine in the U.S. SnoreStop sprays or tablets are now available nationwide. All you have to do is call. It's time to try SnoreStop and make every night a better night for both of you. Don't wait. Try SnoreStop, the number one selling anti-snoring medicine in the U.S. spray or tablets. Call right now for free shipping and your 100% risk-free trial offer. 800-982-4808. 800-982-4808. 800-982-4808. That's 800-982-4808. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week... Different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history. And if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-908-9850. 800-908-9850. That's 800-908-9850. Let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Michelle Johnson, who's had such an incredible career. She sung with people like Paul McCartney, Slash, Barbra Streisand, and more. And I'm thinking, too, as you talked about how you listen, that fascinates me because I'm thinking you're going there and you're doing this a cappella work. Then backup singing and all these different types of music and so forth. That just keeps sharp, I would imagine, just keeps sharpening and sharpening. Now, you can hear anything, right? I mean... <laughs> I think I'm pretty good. I think I can hear most anything at this point. Yes, I think, I think that uh, if you stop doing it, it's just like a language. If you stop practicing, yeah. you do get a little dull. You're right. Sharpening is a great metaphor because... I know sometimes I'll go through periods where I don't sing that much. I used to work at Apple. That was my other life. <laughs> I used to work at Apple. You know, I told you I have ADD. So that was... A, that's <laughs> not enough to keep you busy, I, right? Yeah, I'm really geeky, and I love yeah. Apple, and I used to work there. And there, was some, there were a few months in there where I wasn't singing. I was just working on, you know, working there. I, I was a creative. I taught the classes on how to use all your Apple products. And I remember thinking, oh, I, I better get back in the studio or better start rehearsing again because... If I'm just doing this, I'm not going to have a good show because I haven't been singing. And right. you do feel the rust on yeah. you when you when you're not doing it regularly. So it's it's like anything else. It's like a regimen, you know. So consequently, when you're in the audience, in our room, I w- went to a USC football. I went to USC and we went to a football game and sat with a bunch of guys that were in the band. Yeah. The USC band's a big deal, and these guys would sit there and they would make. Comments not about what was going on on the football field, but wow, that, that, that trombone really missed it on that one. Do you consequently can you hear that when you go to a concert? Like, ooh, they kind of miss a little I, thing. I can. I wish I, I would love to say I can't hear it, but I can. And I have this face I make that I <laughs> I've been trying. I can't not make it. Yep. And my head, you know, do you remember the RCA dog yeah. that tilted its head? <laughs> I am the RCA dog. If there's an off note or, you know, even in a symphony, I can hear like the oboes flat or whatever. It's just drilled into me from childhood and from singing and listening. And I play piano, so I have an ear, you know, and it, it or even when I sing a note that's not perfect or not on, you know, you'll see me doing the same yeah. tilting of the head while I'm singing, knowing, wait a minute, that's not perfect. So it's just something that you, 
I try to turn it off and just enjoy, but it's not easy. It's not easy to just sit back and not hear it. I try to go for the intention of the artist regardless, because you don't want it to just be about technical stuff. Right. You know, I mean, Ella Fitzgerald, I was listening to a recording yesterday of um, Let's Call the Whole Thing Off, and she's singing all the wrong words. Then she's singing Mac the Knife. These are recordings. Yeah. Mac the Knife, she, she starts making it up, and she starts singing. I don't know the verse, and I don't know what I'm singing in the recording. And to me, I love that. Yeah. I love that she was able to be goofy, yeah, right. which I am, and to make mistakes and make it... Even her mistakes are legend. She's so good. Well, yeah, well, that was... Just like with the Rat Pack, Sinatra changed a word here and there, and everybody loves that, yeah, right? That, yeah, he was great at that. He yeah. was hilarious with that. Just make stuff up. Yeah, yeah. I, I always remember that. We, the, the song, uh, Come Fly With Me, there's like five or six different endings. Yes, <laughs> depending, yes. On, depending on what he drank and how he felt that day. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And this is a great time. Let's, let's talk about this concert. Okay. I, Folks, you got to go to this. This is going to be great. A tribute to Ella. It's Friday, April 19th, starts at 8 o'clock. At one of the greatest places you can possibly play. No, not one of the uh, one of the places on the strip, the Smith Center, which you got to love that, right? That is it's acoustically, it's fantastic. Yes, it is so beautiful. And, you know, the Smith Center has two, three, three different spaces, or actually four, depending on what kind of project you want to do. And a lot of people know the Smith Center from the Reynolds Hall, which is the big room where they do Broadway shows right. and symphony concerts. But Myron's Cabaret Jazz is this beautiful absolutely beautiful art deco designed perfectly acoustic small room it holds 240 people you can hear a pin drop when you're singing a ballad which is why i like it (laughs) and the sound engineer is fantastic kevin harvey is brilliant and it's just um a beautiful small intimate room where you can go and hear the kind of concerts you might hear at Jazz at Lincoln Center in New York. You know, it's at that level. So oh, yeah. I'm really honored that I've been able to do so many shows there. Truly. Well, yeah, and everybody we've talked to, if they played Smith Center, that's our favorite place. Just yes. right off the <laughs> yes. right off the bat. Yes, it doesn't matter who it is. I mean I mean, I think part of it is because you can you can see everyone when you're singing. I do enjoy that. I, I enjoy that intimacy. But also it's it's classy. Yeah. You know, yeah. and there's no, I mean, I love Las Vegas. I love living here, but it's really nice not to be here, not to be hearing the ding, 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 you know, the machines yeah, going right off. The there's no smoking allowed. Yeah. Nobody just hit a royal. I mean, it's like a whole nother thing. And you just, you, you literally disappear into the quiet of the moment when those shows are going on. I have seen some of the greatest shows there. Yeah, it, it's like if you haven't been there, but you've been to some of those great clubs either in New York or San Francisco, Chicago, where it's just special, you know. And it, it, it has to. It's unfortunate, but you can't do that in a place that holds thirty thousand people. You can't. For it's 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 a conversation and a relationship, and it's just intimate. And I that's that's my preference. I'm more of a cabaret artist. I like to tell little stories and vignettes. I like to be able to walk out into the audience safely. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I like to um, see people after the show in a meet and greet in the lobby because it's right there. That's my jam. That's what I like. I like the small spaces. I also love big theaters. I've done things in big theaters, but it's a different, it's a different transaction. 
And again, a perfect place to hear about Ella Fitzgerald's great music, her life, and this wonderful music. So I assume, first of all, we're going to be hearing um, a lot of those Gershwin and Porter songs that were just the, you know, everybody associates her with some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear some of the songs off of her different famous songbooks. You're also going to hear some of the songs she did earlier in her career when she was with the Chick Webb Orchestra. And um, we're going to do... Some things with horns, you know, it's like a big yeah. band setup. But some of the things are going to just be with guitar or maybe with bass so that we have some quiet moments, too. And I think my goal in this show is to just teach people a little bit more about Ella than they might yeah. know now. And what's great about that, that you're not only telling her story, but you can see those differences because there are just different ways she sings. Exactly. It's not all that one yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think people, a lot of people just associate Ella with scatting because that's what, right. she was just amazing at that. She sang like a horn player, basically, you know, like one of, one of the yeah, horns again, in the an band. instrument, right? But, but for me, it's, it's the lyric, it's the, it's the pitch, it's the perfection of her phrasing. Yeah. And I have an amazing guest at, on this show. I have Jane Monheit. I, wow. As I'm saying it, I, I can't believe I'm saying it because I've been a fan of hers for so long. She is a Grammy-nominated, yeah. amazing jazz singer who I became friends with because I kept going to see her at the same room. And we just started to chat, and she's just very inspiring. And I finally just said, hey, do you, you want to do this Ella show? And she said, sure. And I, my mouth great. dropped, and I said, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess we're doing the Ella show. Um, but, but Jane has a, a wonderful album that she I think it's her latest album is a tribute to Ella oh so it kind of tied in and I just thought of her yeah and so she's going to be doing a few songs as well well, and we're going to do some things together and I'm I'm just excited I I try to always have at least one guest in my shows because it, it breaks things up and it's more interesting to me we'll have more with Michelle in just a moment but right now it's time for the Vegas Art Minute with Brett Maley you see him on Pawn Stars he also has an incredible gallery you have to visit called Art Encounter today we're going to talk about things that they don't have at the Art Encounter but things you might see at art fairs and stuff Brett tells us his thoughts on that issue the art fair or the starving artists you see and so forth you know people have this romantic vision of going to Paris and uh, on the streets buying some piece and it becomes famous and all what have you. But is that a good place for uh, people to kind of start out? Because I would think at least if you make a mistake there, at least from a financial standpoint, it's not going to be, it's not going to sting as bad. Now, see, I love art fairs and art shows because, you know, it's an experience. You get a chance to go and see the works right up close. You get a chance to visit with the artist, learn about their approach, maybe even watch them paint if you're, like you say, dealing with a Parisian street artist. And it's fun. It's an experience. It's something that you're going to take with you for the rest of your life. I think if you're going there and hoping to, you know, catch lightning in a bottle and that piece is going to be worth a million dollars down the road, I think your, your money may, may be better spent elsewhere. But, uh, again, I think that is a good first step. And also, you learn a lot about the you know the the piece and uh, your taste and things by going to those types of events and purchasing at those types of outlets. Remember to check out Brett Maley. Just look up Art Encounter. You will find out all the incredible things they have there. And if you want to go visit when you're in town, just mention uh, that you heard this on Vegas Never Sleeps, and they'll send a limo for you. More with jazz superstar Michelle Johnson in just a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Coast to Coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go tonight. Let's go tonight. Let's go to Vegas. 
So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? <laughs> that is the case. <laughs> yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. To really enjoy the great beauty, we have to abandon some of the film appreciation skills Hollywood taught us in our youth. This feast for the senses does not benefit from yearning for narrative comprehension. Is there a message? Yes. But it unfolds within languid flow, suffused in visceral intellect and extraordinary beauty. Set in Rome, the film follows aging author Jep Gambardella as he seeks motivation and meaning. He had experienced great success as a young man by writing an acclaimed novel that propelled him to a rarefied social status. At 65, will he write again? His is a privileged life filled with beauty, sensuality, and abandon. He even has a friend with keys to all of the beautiful places in Rome. A nice way to impress a date, no? And if one's life is full of such blessings, shouldn't inspiration always be within reach? But there we go again, searching for narrative thread. The music, visceral beauty, extraordinary intellect, and seductive energy are sufficient to propel us on this sumptuous journey for its own sake. Aptly named, The Great Beauty is a phenomenon, drawing on such disparate influences as Fellini and David Lynch to enhance the journey of film as art. The Great Beauty, or in its native Italian, La Grande Bellezza. Not in theaters, discovery through rental. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? 
everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. We are back with our final segment with jazz superstar and a really interesting person, Michelle Johnson. Someone who over me. I'm listening to you, and as you're talking about, just asking her, and have you another one of those like, "Hello, Sir Paul," or whatever? Yeah, it's a big thing, and she says, "Yes, thing. how great is it that?" It is. And she, when I tell you how accessible she is, I mean, she's so nice, she's so friendly, she's so down to earth, and she she's very um, she's very grounded about her career. In fact, she really inspired me because I talked to her after one of her shows about her career, and she made a decision mid-career to take more control over her career. And we had a long talk about women and being in charge of your own career, your your own image, how you yeah. present yourself, how you wear your clothes, everything. Because those things get dictated to you, not just women, men too. When you're in the industry, you know, you have your quote unquote people telling you what to right. do. And when you get to that moment, like Prince did the same thing. He just got to a moment where he said, you know, this is my life and my career. Jane, for me, um, she just... She lit a fire under me, and she made me realize, like, this is it. I got to do what I want to do. And right. so that's also another reason I invited her is because she's very, she's a very strong, empowering woman, and her voice is insane. It's so beautiful. It's like liquid gold. Yeah, well, and it, go, so going back to Ella, I think you know, I heard Ella sing a song. Uh, it was the old Steve Allen uh, song. It was his, his theme at one time, you know, uh, you're up Sardis. It started something big. Thank you. Yeah, the, yeah, so, the great so, song. And she puts her own spin on it. That's and, it. And I'd heard that song so many times, and I heard, I'd heard hers like, okay, well, I got to go to iTunes and buy this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's like, you're right. It's a spin. It's a stamp. It's a specific trademark where you I mean you don't you never have Ella start singing and you wonder who it is right you right. know exactly who it is it, well, that is so cool yeah one other concert you've got and I want to make sure we talk about that too because if you you don't make this one there's another opportunity this will be on Thursday May 16th at 7pm at the Sun City McDonald Ranch in Henderson and it, it takes two and this is a completely different thing it tell is. us what they're going to hear about there okay well that's a show that I'm actually writing as we speak with my wonderful, wonderful musical partner and musical director, Jeff Nyman, who is just 
insanely talented. He's a pianist and a great arranger. And Jeff and I have been talking about doing something that's just the two of us instead of having a big band behind us. And so we're going to be doing this show at McDonald Ranch here in Henderson. And it is the music of great songwriting duos. Hmm. So you're thinking of Gershwin's, you're thinking of um, Carol King and Jerry Goffin, for example, right. or Alan and Marilyn Bergman, like the great songwriting duos. There's so many legendary songs that have been written by two people. And we wanted to explore what's that like? Not just yeah. the songs, but what's it like to sit down with someone and have to get along with them and hack out amazing legendary songs so we're going to be doing a concert just me and him on the piano of different genres of duo songs that are that's a whole other experience right because you kind of have to work it's kind of like ice skating with ice skating pairs you got to work with each other exactly And and that's what we're exploring so it's not just a concert but it's also an exploration of what it takes for two people to sit in a room and create something so it's going to be kind of arty, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm excited about it. And, and it's a totally different vibe because, you know, instead of having all these horns and instruments, it's just me and him. Well, you know, and if it turns out the way you want, I'm sure it will. Is it something you think, well, maybe we do more with this? Because that's really an interesting idea. This is, this is our first. Uh, I'm excited about it. But we've been talking about it for a long time. As much as I love traveling with musicians and having a ton of support on stage, it's a lot easier to just you and the piano player go and show up somewhere and play. So if we do a good job, which I think we will, will. um, we'll be able to do this in cabarets across the country. So that's our goal. Well, it's been great talking with you. Both of these are great concerts. Uh, Once again, uh, we got the tribute to Ella over at the Smith Center. That's Friday, April 19th. And then on May 10th, it's a Thursday night. It takes two at the Sun City McDonald Ranch in Henderson. But if we want to just follow you for all the stuff, because you're you're around doing great things all the time, and we want to go and see them, where do we go? You can just go to my website. It's www dot michellejohnson.com it doesn't get any easier than yeah, that yeah I love that and you got one of those names too that we're not going to misspell it You're Michelle Johnson miss- that's yeah, great two L's <laughs> so michellejohnson.com all my dates are on there you can find out more about my bio I'm writing a book you can find out about that whatever you want to know it's on there I can't wait to have you on again we'll talk thank about the book so thank, <laughs> thank you, you. this thank was you, lovely Michelle. thank you Time now for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. You want to always go to Vital Vegas to find out what's really happening around town. Today, Scott's going to talk about a thing that he expected to dislike, and he was pleasantly surprised. The mob story uh, over at the plaza. I distinctly remember you saying you didn't think it was going to be very good. And yet this one was one that actually surprised you. It proves you go into these things with an open mind. What did you like about it? So, uh, just as a little background, so there's a mob guy, I can't remember his name, a guy who was actually mobbed up at one time, he, uh, he, he basically, he made the mob a ton of money, uh, he is reformed, uh, he found the love of his life, and uh, I think she turned him around. So, I really like that this show is this weird mixture of Vegas history and choreography. 
It is. Uh, I absolutely expected to hate it. I've got, I like uh, Vegas history and the mob, but I thought this seems so contrived. You know, to to go into, you know, the Kefauver hearings, and now we're going to do a dance, or we're doing, you know, Tony Spilatro, and now we're going to break into song. It just seemed very weird and contrived to me. But come to find out, it just pulls you along. It's. The choreography is amazing. It's a unique format. This guy comes out and tells these stories, like heartfelt stories about his days in the mob. It's amazing to listen to. Then they throw money at the audience, which I'm a big fan. Like actual money comes out at the end, so the audience gets a little cash. Strange idea. Uh, but I, yeah, that was it. Was truly surprising. It's also at the Plaza, which is not the highest you know level of. <laughs> you wouldn't expect to see kind of what amounts to musical theater at the plaza. But it was just it's just this fun romp. It was sexy in places. It was funny in places. It was dramatic in places. And he is the real deal. He can tell you kind of inside mob stories you're not going to hear any, anywhere else. So for whatever reason, you, mix, you put that all in a blender, it could come out as sausage or come out as gold. And I think it came out as gold. I don't know if it's going to be for everybody. The history part's a little, it's not historically accurate. I'm not sure how important that art is. Uh, but I just, I found it entertaining enough to recommend it. Thanks for listening. Next week, you'll meet the great Dennis Blair, considered by many to be the best opening act in all of show business. Have a great weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Las Vegas, here we go! The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com.